those of you who are drunk after uh, after the f- bullshit ass debate last night. And um, and it was an honor and privilege to have him here for an exclusive uh, interview at Mutiny Radio because this is what we do with people's me- uh, radio uh, radio. Uh, right, this is what we do with people's media here on the semi-fictional island of San Francisco. So, um, stay tuned. Uh, we will keep bringing it to you with Heterotopia, but stay tuned also for the joke workshop. By the way, tonight, I know if I'm supposed to say this or not, I'm going to say it anyway. Tonight is Pam Benjamin's birthday. Pam ba- Benjamin is our uh, our captain on this mutinied ship, and uh, it is her birthday tonight, so it's going to be laughs and birthday celebrations and celebrations that there are actually people running to wanting to run this country in a way that's not genocidal. And, and um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, it really happens, folks. If you want to hear the end of the uh, interview that we did with Lamont, uh, that is going to be a, a, a separate, uh, that's going to be a se- separate podcast uh, that's going to be, it's going to be on the server, it's going to be under Heterotopia, it's going to be, uh, we're going to have it, you're going to be on the website, so you can, you, you're going to be able to check the full interview, um, but as always, as always, free the land, free your mind, free all political prisoners, and all power to the people. This is yours truly, DJ Ashik, signing off. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll come back with your same bat time, same bat channel next week. Stay tuned for the joke workshop, and big, 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 big happy birthday to Pam Benjamin. Without her, this station would not still be here, being able to bring you important interviews like this and music and jokes and all the other great shit you get with Mutiny Radio. All right. One love, folks. Peace. I'll catch you next week. Uh, uh, report finding that in- existed. time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm yay uh you guys are listening in the fills tonight to dj cheese some of you might not know who that is he's the guy that hangs out on the other side of brainwash playing his cool music
Uh, oops, nope, that was my CD. Wait, put it back in. It's all good. Uh, DJ Cheese plays the cool music next to uh, Brainwash Cafe, and uh, he uh, does the Wiki Wikis ones and two. So he's going to be playing in the fills today. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. It's like a party. Uh, so we don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem that there's any other really open mics going on tonight. So uh, we're going to do comments for the first half, and then we'll just kind of see where we are and kind of make it just an open mic for the end of it. Uh, supposedly, there's some actual people coming from Walnut Creek. So <laughs> yippee ki yay, motherfuckers. You got real people listening to your jokes. Uh, woo! Woo! Uh, until then, please remember on Joke Workshop, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. And uh, take notes during people's sets. And remember that, hey, you know, in between, there's four minutes of talking, and you're talking, and make it worthwhile so you don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but take notes. Pay attention to people. Yay. That would all be lovely. And uh, it's Joke Workshop. There's cupcakes thanks to Ginny. Hogan, and because uh, it's my birthday, and that's cool, and there's cupcakes. And then, there, I mean, uh, there seems to be a lot of alcohol, too. People seem to like that. And we'll see <laughs> what happens with the jokes tonight. Your first comedian coming up. Uh, he's an amazing human being that runs a weekly open mic at OMG, and it goes every week. Uh, rain or shine, whether he's there or not, it still happens. Uh, it's amazing, but he's usually there all the time, which is such a huge gift to the comedy community every Tuesday at OMG on, on 6th Street. So go there and watch comedians uh, try out their new stuff. So your first comedian of the night, pay attention to him, take notes, put your hands together, everybody. It's Greg Gettle. <laughs> All right, uh, before we get started, uh, I just want to say happy birthday, Pam. Guys, make some noise for Pam. Even though I do so much at OMG, she does way more here at Mutiny Radio, so way more here at Mutiny Radio than I ever do at OMG. Can you cancel Mike if it's raining outside? Because <laughs> I'm going to do that every time. Um, fuck the drought. I don't want to be there. Um, my name is Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, a little about your comedian on stage. I like to smoke weed. I like to drink alcohol. I uh, like to do cocaine only on like special occasions. And by special occasions, I mean payday. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the time to do cocaine. <laughs> Last Friday uh, was payday. Two more weeks <laughs> to the other next special occasion. No, and a lot of people, a lot of people tell me that I need to get sober. Um, and like, and like, everyone says like sobriety is like a great way to th like go about your life, clear-minded, you know, you're taking on your problems head on. And the thing is like a lot of people don't know this about me, but like I was sober, I was like sober and it was like the worst time of my life. Like it was at the absolute worst. I was sober for 15 years. I call it my childhood <laughs> and it was the worst. Like I, no girls would talk to me. I didn't have any friends, but then I started smoking weed and I've had friends ever since, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna go back to respecting my parents is what I'm saying. I'm gonna keep drinking alcohol and doing that. And a lot of people, I get called, someone called me an alcoholic the other day, and I was like, I'm nothing like my father. <laughs> and I just don't feel like I'm like my parents. But like, the thing is like, like I, yeah, I've done drugs. Like there was a time uh, where I went on a two week bender. I was like drinking alcohol, doing cocaine till about six o'clock in the morning. And then I would have to go to work at 8 a.m. And I did that for two weeks, me doing drink, drinking and doing coke, going to work. And after that two weeks, my boss called me into his office. He's like, hey, man, I, I, 
I've been uh, I've been kind of noticing your behavior the last couple of weeks, and I just want to say that like you're doing a great job. Do you want to be the assistant manager? <laughs> and I was like, sure. So I'm now the assistant manager at City Segway. So I'm, what I'm saying is I'm a functioning alcoholic, not an alcoholic functioning, <laughs> which I think a lot of people ignore. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's fucked up because, like, do you guys ever watch, did you guys watch the Olympics? You guys, you guys make this mistake? Uh, <laughs> no, like, I remember it was like, they, they were talking about, like, Olympians. They're like, his dad was an Olympian. His mom was an Olympian. So, like, it makes him some super Olympian, you know? And, like, that's cool and all, but, like, my dad's an alcoholic and my mom's an alcoholic that had a huge cocaine problem. And just because I know I have these genes, so, like, stop hating on me because I'm just super cool. Like, I can do cocaine and still show up for work. Uh, stop hating on me because your life sucks. Um, no, I think about getting sober. I really do. It usually happens in the morning. Uh, <laughs> you know when your tongue's, like, suction suction cup to the top of your mouth and you're, you're like 20 minutes late for work yeah that's what I'm talking about um but like so I think about getting sober but like I'm also I'm single and I feel like this is a horrible time to get sober um because have you guys ever gone on a sober date before yeah it's a it's a it's a fucking mistake isn't it like it's like where'd you go to school where do you see yourself in five years like what's your favorite it feels like a job interview right it feels like a job interview for like job and I don't really want anymore. <laughs> like, your questions suck. I want to get out of here. And, like, that's what I hate. Like, I don't want to know what you want me to know. I want to know what you don't want me to know. Like, I don't want to hear that your favorite color is purple. I want to know that you blew two guys at last Christmas party. Like, that's what I want to know. Uh, that weakness, you know, that, that, those, like, faults. That, that's what we're going to connect over, not your favorite color. And, like, you just find out way more about somebody uh, when you're drinking or whatever. Like, how many sober dates would you have to go on with somebody to find out how racist they are? <laughs> you said six, six dates last time I did this joke. Uh, <laughs> seven now. Seven now? He's, he's still on the fence about this the next guy, your new guy you're dating. Um, but, like, but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, you take a long time. But on cocaine, you find that out in an hour. <laughs> like, how much, they, and also how much they hate their parents. Like, that's a great... So what I'm saying is, like, you should drink alcohol, smoke weed, do cocaine. Actually, do speed. That should be the new speed dating. Uh, just do a bunch of speed. Because you just find out way more about a person in a smaller time. And if you're into heroin, wait for date two. <laughs> it's not cool to nap on people. Um, we haven't even gotten the appetizers. My name's Greg Gettle. Thank you so much. Greg Gettle, everybody. Gonna stay up there. It's time for you guys to do comments and stuff. Who likes cocaine besides Greg Gittle? The only the only thing I had was um, when you were doing like uh, you know I can do alcohol and coke because I have cool parents and all that shit, right? You know, you're like because I do. Well, why don't you just like well, have your own kids? You know what I mean? And fucking raise them. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, thank you so much for all you do at OMG. Uh, I like that uh, request for compliments at the beginning of your set. Um, I, uh, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great mic. Um, I, I really, okay. The thing about how you're functional at work, even though you're drinking or whatever, and you think that that should be like more impressive. I feel like you should like draw a compare, or like you should be like 
trying to get extra credit for being able to do all of this shit like while you're drinking and then it's like when people like have kids and they're like oh I have to like leave in the middle of the day because my kid is sick and that's like acceptable at work you should be like yeah I mean sometimes like yes I have to leave at 2pm but like it's, you know what I'm like making this work with maybe like try to draw a comparison there I feel like or also just like I think it's like pretty clear the first time you say it when it's like that you're you got promoted like once you started drinking again you like got promoted to assistant manager it could be more like you're like worried that you're like make a bigger context between like how you totally can't do it when you're sober and then i don't know yeah, like so that like could I'm make it like hit harder yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah I'll try to make it hit you gotta you, you <laughs> gotta take your segue <laughs> you, maybe maybe you maybe you have to take what are you up Judy? Uh, maybe no. you have to take a segue tour guide every day at two o'clock to like the old buena vista to get like Irish coffees or something. Like it's part of your tour to stop off and get drinks somewhere. You're like, hey, everybody, get off your segways. Let's all get a beer at X X Y Z down in the marina. Or, or on that note, the two o'clock segway to the tenderloin because you gotta get, you know, get a bump. <laughs> I I really love this idea of you being like the super user because you've been genetically prepared for it. Yeah, and I think you could even punch, like, punch go more, not make punch it up more, make it, make it funny. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 it's really funny. I just mean, like, you could even make a couple more jokes on top of, mm -hmm. just to, like, hit home the fact that you're, like, this super drunk. Yeah, and, like, your parents managed to live long enough to have a child, so then that weeded out, like, a lot of overdoses. The Darwin effect. <laughs> In addition to siring children, uh, I, I, I love the comparison between the sober date and the job interview, and you kind of run through it pretty quick, and everyone can relate to a job interview, everyone can relate to a date, like there's, there's just so much there. It's a, it's a, it's a great topic, Thanks, and man. I think it would be very funny. And maybe next time. And speed, yay! Everybody, Greg Gettle, yay! All right, everybody. Your next comedian. I don't see his beard. There he is. You guys, uh, super funny guy. Glad he's here. Pay attention and uh, get your notepads out. It's John Gallagher. Hey. Whoa, whoa, hey. Oh, that's good. Talking about uh, good old eugenics. That's fun. Uh, that's cool. I feel like... Uh, I don't know, I feel like my sperm just like impregnated an egg to take a break for the next like, you know, 80 years. That's <laughs> what so they did. Uh, I'm just getting fatter and lazier. I actually had to run back to the house because I was having an asthma attack. Uh, and that's, you know, I've been working hard. So, of course, I have an asthma attack from literally doing nothing all day. Like that's uh, I'm probably just trying to create interesting scenarios for me. It's like split, split the old pants, put on some weight, and fucking ride a scooter around. It's like, this is, we need to spice this up. Let's make this a little more interesting. Uh... Yeah, I got a, <laughs> so, you know, the Segway lifestyle, me and Greg, uh, you know, we live together, fucking ride Segways together, I'm doing the goddamn thing, exactly, it's a romantic story, the Butch, the Butch Casty and Sundance kid of uh, bullshit, instead <laughs> of gentrification, uh, have you ever seen Butch Casty and the Sundance kid, that is a lot like gentrification, have you ever seen that, it's where them, they go to Mexico to go fight Mexico, that's, Good. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Fucking uh, riding around. It's been good. I got, um, well, okay, this is what happens when you do a bullshit job all the time. I got, I was getting attacked by a man that was a rival Segway tour guide a few weeks ago. Getting attacked, yes. Uh, he's, on, like, he's on a bike harassing me. 
and he's a psychopath. This guy uh, is online in Chicago for like riding a Segway on the freeway on a cell phone. If you go look up online, he's a fucking real asshole. He followed my group around all day, like tailing them for like hot tips. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know how you even react to that because I don't think you can call the police on a man for just being creepy. But it is weird to see like a guy really dedicated. He's out of the Segway game, just trying so hard to get back in. You know what I mean? Like so dedicated to something shitty. He's trying to be assistant manager. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, but yeah, he fucking tried to uh, attack me. He's on dating lines, uh, trying to get gay people herpes and stuff. You don't want him to give my groups herpes. That's never good. Uh, it's been good. I need a, need a break. My brain gets getting oxygen, settling in. Uh, I used to have a I used to have a parrot when I was a kid. Did anybody else have a parrot? This is a relatable question. <laughs> yeah, so I had an African gray parrot. We actually bought it from San Francisco. It was uh, it was my dad's. He bought it when he was 12 years old. Uh, and so the, like when I was a kid, one of the weirdest things this parrot used to like. It, African Grays are like the smartest birds. They can talk, mimic human speech perfectly. So it could imitate my grandma and my mom perfectly. So whenever the phone rang, it could fucking answer the phone. But the best part was when we got a cat. Because uh, we got a cat, and the thing was the cat thought the parrot was food, right? So they'd try to fucking eat the bird all day in his cage. And then the bird was smart as fuck and learned how to fuck with the cat. Because he'd be around my parents uh, sitting there, like, talking to the cat really, like, uh, really affectionately and stuff. Trying to rub it and go, like, oh, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Best thing is the bird comes up, tries to fucking... He's got the prey eyes on. He's ready. He's going to fucking take out the parrot. And the parrot, like, strolls down to the bottom of the cage and then makes direct eye contact with the parrot. And then in my mom's voice perfectly just goes, here, kitty, 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 kitty. And you've never seen an animal just ready to go, what the fuck? Like, just most terrified thing. Because you don't like it when your food talks to you. Like, if I'm going around the supermarket and I hear a porterhouse steak, just goes, hey, John, good job. Here, John, why don't you eat me? I'd be like, mm, I'm not going to eat that steak. I'm going to rock away from it. It's terrifying. Uh, okay. John Gallagher! Comments from the people. Comments. Stuff. Oh, yeah, happy birthday, by the way. Sorry about oh, that. thank you. Yay. Happy 42. Yeah, for two. Um, I really like your parrot joke. Oh, thanks. I've heard it before, and I feel like before you didn't. Sorry. If... Yeah. No, but I <laughs> I was gonna say that I feel like before. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a surprise that he for was sure. gonna say that. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So when you're like, and then you know the cat fucks with him, and he fucks with the cat. Don't tell us he's gonna fuck with the cat. But just, seriously. You could just set it up, and then. In, the here kitty kitty part sure so i remember the here kitty kitty sounding more like my mom because my mom does that shit oh uh, okay and you did such a good job of it last time i heard you like here kitty kitty oh okay cool Man, that's a good note doing like explaining what your mom did first before the all right birth. i don't know but like the last <laughs> part when the when the parrot's talking yeah right just, yeah the parrot just do parrot shit it, all right. you know, hey man what's going on with the rent all right <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining with like the Segway guy like chasing you guys, um, sure. you could equate it to like road rage and him doing the same thing you would do with cars, like swerving in front of you and it just had this image of all these people on a Segway like falling down like dominoes. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, just like thinking of other road rage car things that could equate to right. Segway stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really like the hot tips part. I think you could r like riff more on like inside scoop tour guide Oh, God. stuff All right. that he's like trying to I don't know oh for sure no that's fair he's trying to steal yeah yeah definitely alright cool thanks guys
John Gallagher! How to parrot. Makes me special. Uh, always want something to live on my shoulder. Your next comedian, a uh, lovely human being. She's going to make you laugh. Take notes, pay attention. It's Allison Hooker! John, what do you think that is, by the way, with her mom's doing that? Because my mom had the same thing. Like, stand outside of our on our front porch, go, it's like, was that a generational thing? Just weird, really. Yeah, sure. I, as an adult now, I really, in hindsight, wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I, okay, sorry. I did it as a kid, definitely. I mean, you know, my mom's adorable, not that there's anything wrong with her. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she's proud of me no matter what I do. I was like, in the thick of a divorce, she's like, sweetheart, I am so proud of you. I was like, why? <laughs> I am fucking up here. And I wasn't even like graceful in my divorce, you know? I was like just drinking and raging my way through. <laughs> She's proud of me for doing comedy too, but she knows way better than to come to any shows or like listen to anything. <laughs> like she definitely knows what a pervert she raised, <laughs> you know? Like it's kind of her fault though, I'm gonna argue, because she, growing up she always taught me that my body was a temple. But then she also taught me, like, everyone should go to church. <laughs> Everyone's welcome, you know? I don't do very well single, you guys. I'm, I'm horrible when I'm single because I get so caught up in wanting to have sex that I can't really get anything done. No? You guys, you get distracted by that when you're single? Yeah, I don't know. Other people are better at it. I'm bad. I like to think that my vagina is like a fine wine, you know? You just don't want to leave it uncorked for too long. <laughs> No, I know, that's bad. It's fucking bad. That was actually my attempt at a sophisticated joke in honor of my mother. It had wine in it. It's kind of sophisticated. So now that we're on the top of my vagina, I actually was trying to take pictures of it to send to my boyfriend at work. I was like, that would be fun, send him a little pussy pic at work, you know, mix things up. Um, but it was, it was like, while I was taking pictures of it that I realized why men love the dick pic so much, because the camera totally adds 10 pounds. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was just like, what is, the f that is, it was like a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> Just this like puffy pussy. I was like, what the? I mean, not that, you know, I mean, my pussy's beautiful. I'm not talking shit about that. And not that like I couldn't have sent whatever picture to a guy. I'm sure you could send a guy a picture of like two pork chops or like, <laughs> you know, like an octopus in a bowl and he'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. I didn't really care. But you guys, the dick pics, like you have to understand that the dick pics aren't like that for us. You know, I mean, I love dicks, um, but not in the 2D. They're really more of like an interactive device, in my opinion. But men have had this obsession for a long time. You know, they draw dicks everywhere ever since they're little. But what good is a dick drawn in the dust of the car? You know, no one wants to put that in their mouth. I don't know. Uh, I tried to take a tit pic. Um, camera does not 25, <laughs> does not have 10 pounds there. It more like subtracts 24 years. I don't know. I could get arrested for child porn if someone found my camera <laughs> after a tit pic. So I'm dating someone younger. My ex-husband stopped sleeping with me, so I went way younger. No longer have that problem. It's amazing. Um, but we went out the other day together, and I ordered a whiskey on the rocks, and he ordered a raspberry beer. 
No, he loves those. And then someone else was bringing it to the table, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so weird. They're going to like mix up the drinks, you know? She didn't. She, like, <laughs> she just like handed me my whiskey and carded my boyfriend. <laughs> she like gave him a cold sippy cup and a menu with crayons. <laughs> he like knocked it off the table, fell out of his booster chair. He's young, okay? <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Crayons, sippy cups. Yeah. Go ahead, Jenny Hogan. I really liked it, Allison. Um, I think for the penis drawn on the car, it should be like a, I feel like there, it could, like you should take it in a direction that's even further from something that like a penis would actually do. Like, or will you say like, what good is a penis drawn on the roof of a car? Like you can't put it in your mouth, but it could be some like kind of like ridiculous use for a penis, you know? Like what good is a penis drawn? Like you can't, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't pay the bills, you know, like that kind of, yeah. Um, and then I think, uh, the thing about, like, when you said that the, you could send him a picture of anything and, like, how would he know? I thought maybe it was going to be about, like, how you don't know what your vagina looks like and, like, really, d- does anyone, you know? I don't know. I feel like that could be, like, or, like, he would never know. Like, he's never actually looked directly at it, you know, like, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. If you, if you want to see a picture of a vagina, there's one over to your... So it says nudes, and that's there's a new piece of art on the wall that looks. It's a. It's if you don't know what your vagina looks like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. She knows what her vagina looks like. Everybody. Um. So I don't know if you're gonna keep doing that cat, mom cat thing, and then you're divorced, but your mom should be like, address you as like, hey, single, 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 and that's how she talks to everybody. <laughs> uh, with the kissy sounds. Here, single, single. Kitty kiss. Thanks, guys. Yay! An excellent set overall by Allison Hooker. Moving on on the Joke Workshop here at Muni Radio. Let's see who's up next. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Uh, he is another lovely human being who frequents us, frequents us all the time here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, I... I used to respect him a lot more when I thought that his earrings were like plugs, but now that I know that they're just like actual earrings, I'm like, oh man. Uh, but laugh at his jokes anyway. It's Jesse Warren. I was just trying to be vulnerable when I told you guys they were fake. I thought, I thought people liked that in comedy, but I guess not. I guess it just makes me uncool. Uh, I've been doing a lot of CrossFit. You guys want to hear about it? Well, if you don't know what CrossFit is, the philosophy behind it is that they take all these elements from all these other fitness regimes, right? So they take, like, elements from, like, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, gymnastics, self-worship, rape culture, and they put them into, like, an hour-long session of high fives, and it's really fun, man. You guys should try it if you have, like, $500 handy. It's dope. That's dope shit. Uh, But the dudes there, they get into all these dick measuring contests all the fucking time, dude. It's so weird to see. Like, these two guys, uh, they're the guys that, like, carry gallons of water. Have you seen, like, guys just walking around with, like, a gallon of water? Like a fucking human camel? (laughs) They're just walking around with these things, and they're arguing about who the most hydrated was. They're just trying to convince each other. Who, like, no, man, I'm way more hydrated than you. I drink way more water. 
That's a dumb thing to argue about. Does anybody think that's ridiculous? I don't know. Maybe I got to find a way to make a joke out of it. But I just thought it was crazy, man. Because I was obviously way more hydrated than this dude. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I straight up, this is the thing. I actually pee three times a night. I have to wake up three times a night to pee. Am I going to go get it checked out? Probably not. But I should probably do it. It's weird, man. It interrupts my sleep. I like look. I don't know. I don't know. I should do something about it. Uh, also, I saw these two guys, man. They were one guy was like, "Hey, man, your calves are kind of asymmetric," and the other guy goes, me?" And uh, that's the kind of people I spend an hour with every day at the CrossFit box. They call them boxes. They're not gyms. CrossFit box. CrossFit box. That's what they call them. Uh, I don't know why they call them that, but it's dumb as shit. What else is dumb about CrossFit? They call them wads. Workout of the day. Wad. What's today's wad? They name them after girls. Every workout is named after a girl. It's like we're doing the Diane today. We're doing we're doing Carolyn today. They're all named after not just girls. They're named after like white middle-aged girls. Like they're not like they're not like diverse names. They're all like old, like for they're not old, but like names that like you don't see. Sharon isn't a common name anymore. I don't know too many of them. I need one. She was cool. She was cool. Made out with her on a bench in high school. <laughs> I was just having a weird flashback to that. All right, guys. Uh, I. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool, man. I held her hand during a, a haunted house. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I experience racism sometimes, but mostly from women that I've slept with. That's the most ra that's the most racist I get. It's just from women who are in my bed currently. So like this one girl went after we hooked up. She was like, "I can't believe I just hooked up with an Asian dude," which is crazy to say. You're, you can't say that right now. What I wanted to say was, "I can't believe I hooked up with a total bitch," <laughs> but I didn't say it because I can totally see myself doing that. It's kind of my type. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. Pam, did I get honk? Okay, cool. Uh, how long ago was that? All right, cool. I'm done. Thank you. Jesse Warren. CrossFit and fucking bitches. Yeah. yeah. Comments. Um, CrossFit stuff is really, funny. I really liked the Sharon joke, but what if she was middle-aged? Like the one you kissed in high school. Like make that the surprise is that I'm yeah. making out with this. Okay, cool. That wasn't part of the joke. That was actually legit just a thing that came in my head, but I, I like it. Yeah, no, I'm a genius. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the CrossFit, the CrossFit bit was great. Uh, the like the rape culture comment at the beginning totally worked quickly, and everyone laughed. I think you got a couple of probably easy callbacks to that when you're na the, the, the name after women and all the different techniques and things you know mm -hmm. we probably don't mm -hmm. exactly know, but there's probably a lot of thrusting and stuff. Probably easy yeah. callbacks. Things to called thrusters. Thrusters yeah, is always easy callbacks to set up at the beginning. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, thrusters are like this. It's when you <laughs> <laughs> it up. 
There's yeah, you're, you're su- it's actually, you could do... Yeah, you, you could do, do a whole crop. You didn't do any, uh, you didn't do any act-outs. You could do a bunch of weird act-outs. You could eat the snatch. It's called the snatch. <laughs> that's, when you take, that's when you take a skinny bitch and you put her above your head so you can eat her pussy, right? That's the snatch. It's definitely working. Your arms look great. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. They do. They probably look good. They probably look good. <laughs> All right, Jenny, what's up? Thank you for being vulnerable enough to tell us how much your crossship crossfit membership costs. <laughs> really hard for you. <laughs> it's it's not it's quite five hundred. It's close. <laughs> Uh, uh, I uh, okay. I was gonna say something very similar to David. I think like it, the, it would be funny if if the if the instructor is saying like pound Sharon, pound Sharon. But I think it could be funny if it's like he's like picked out girls in the class to like name the class after every time, and he's like it's like Caroline's turn, and then like there's like this girl standing there, and the instructor's like thruster, thruster, or something. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like yelling the name of this girl in the class. All right. That'd be very rapey. Um, I think. I, right. When you say I experience racism from women I've slept with, I think it could be funny if you add on like, well, they hate me. I assume it's racism. You know, like something like that <laughs> yeah, where it's like yeah. makes it initially makes people think it's not actually racism. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Because you do CrossFit, so they n- naturally assume you're an asshole. I guess. Yeah. Is that how it works? It's fair. <laughs> so with the... Um, the women's names, like, what if you pick, like, an old name, like, Gertrude, and you're like, it's the forearm workout, because she's, like, in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like, they have significant, yeah, cool. And then with the dehydration thing, you could be like, and then they got so ridiculous, like, they went into the sauna and just stared at each other to see who would pass out first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, buddy, Jesse Warren! <laughs> playing EDM in the background today thanks to DJ Cheese. Again, if you want to see him, just walk across the street from the brainwash. He'll be sitting on the street because he's no longer allowed in front of the brainwash. (laughs) You know who is allowed there? Your next comedian. She is a welcome treat to every room. Put your hands together for Jenny Hogan. Happy birthday, Pam. Okay, guys, how bad do your teeth have to be for adult braces to be worth it? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be pretty bad. Soul joke. <laughs> Got nothing. Um, I uh, now that I'm older, I'm not as into like trivial pursuit. You know, like when I follow a guy home, I take it very seriously. <laughs> um, I my fa- my beverage of choice is uh, is Sutter Home in the individual personalized bottles. <laughs> it's kind of my my go-to. My favorite. Th- I go to a lot of cheap bars uh, for comedy and dating. Um, I, uh, <laughs> my favorite thing is when you, like, order a wine and they pour it out of the Sutter Home bottle into, like, a wine glass and, like, pretend to be fancy and, like, put an ice cube in it, like, um, that's kind of, I'll just go, I go crazy for that, it's, but, like, I don't, I don't think they need to pour it into the bottle, like, or into the cup, like, I want it in a to-go container, you know, like, I'm, it's just great to have it on the run. On the other hand, though, it, it would be pretty stressful to add the component of, like, should you order it to go to, like, dating, you know what I mean, like, if I'm, like, at a bar with a guy, and then we both get Sutter Homes, um, and then the bartender's like, do you want to take your Sutter Home to go? And then we have to tug in, like, that's the worst part of a coffee day, you know, and you're like, I don't know, should I get it to go? Like, am I really going to want to stay the whole time? Like, has he decided in 40 seconds that he needs his Sutter Home to go? 
I don't know. I think, I mean, I think if you like can't, I feel like you could just risk losing like the $1.40 on the Sutter home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, okay, they're, they're inventing a, um, a hangover free alcohol. It's called Sutter Home Alone. No, no. <laughs> Sutter, <laughs> Sutter Homier. Sutter and Sutterer. Um, but I don't think hangover free alcohol is a good idea. Like, I like hangovers because it's like a great way to like extend my like bad behavior into the next morning. Uh, I mean, I have been told that a hangover is not like an excuse for like continuing to send people weird texts. Like, if I'm like, let me tell you about my UTI, and the person's like, I'm your landlord. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, no, my electrolytes are way off. Like, I can't. I text it. I've been telling everyone about my UTI. I'm really proud of it. Uh, <laughs> I've I recently have decided that. Um, it's like if you tell boys you're like about to move, like about to leave the city, it like increases their chances of having sex with you. Um, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's like, this would totally, just like, I can see that. That would actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would have sex with anyone who was about to leave. I'm always about to leave. I like anywhere I am, I'm about to move. That's just like, you know, I'm, I'm a wanderlust. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, I always set these like arbitrary deadlines on when I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna be like, as soon as I run out of like quarters for laundry. Um, I recently like took out forty dollars in quarters though for laundry, which I felt was like a pretty big commitment to San Francisco, um, and like a strike against my sex life. Uh, <laughs> dating apps, dating apps when you match with someone will like do a big thing where you get to see them. You know, like you get to, if you match with someone and they liked you as well, you get to see that you both like each other. But I think they should show you when you both don't like each other, and they should send you like a fun message that says like, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" Uh, <laughs> like he didn't like you either, because that's like a more attractive trait, you know? Like it's like a lot sexier when someone doesn't like you. Like I think I yeah, I'm like I think I can <laughs> I can rethink anyone I swipe left on if I knew that they also weren't into me, you know? Um, I'm I'm not great at online dating because I've heard that you're supposed to play hard to get, so I swipe left on all the cute boys. Um, not working. Okay, I'm Ginny. <laughs> Ginny Hogan, everybody, yay! Comments from the people. Hi, Ginny, big fan. Hi, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that went better than I thought. Uh, the uh, uh, last bit about the Tinder or whatever and the who do you think you are, I think it would make more sense if that would appear on someone that you liked and they didn't like you or something. Okay. So then it would yeah. be like, kind of, you're like, you know, your yeah. wing woman or someone was like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know, it's just yeah, like really yeah. get back at him. Yeah, and then if none of you them. match, it's just like, oh, it worked out. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one loses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like that. Um, I think you could make for the, also for that last bit, you could make that a whole, I think you could expand it out a bit because that could be a whole app where if you just want like, if you want a reason to judge people, but don't want, mm -hmm. you know, the possible commitment of finding love or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I just thought you could do something like, call it like wet blanket or something. I don't know, <laughs> the, the opposite of starting yeah. a relationship. But yeah. anyways. Um, I really like the, like, talking, telling guys that you're, like, moving. But I think it'd be funny if you looked up other things that make guys more <laughs> likely to sleep with you. And like, so you're always going up to guys and like listing off like, oh, I'm about to move. And also like, I don't like you because I hear like if you don't like guys, they want to sleep with you. Yeah. Okay. Other things. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So with the wine and the UTI thing, you could be like, and then I switched my wine glass to cranberry juice with ice or something uh, like that. Yeah. 
Um, and then this no hangover thing, I feel like it could be this broad thing, but just like not having consequence for things you do. Mm-hmm. And like it could extend to so many different scenarios. Because oh, yeah, yeah. like people would just go nuts if they never had hangovers. They'd just be drunk all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like a bigger mm-hmm. idea that yeah. could be pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. I really like your UTI joke, but I feel like you need to kind of explain it to like, like half the room. UTI? Yeah, like why it's a badge of honor. Previously, hadn't had sex in a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, but like, okay. I think you have to say that because okay. yeah. some people don't know that. Yeah. One, one last dumb. Jesus Christ. I'm sad on everything. One last dumb thing. Like um, when you're talking about Sutter, Sutter Home. Or Sutter House, right? Sutter Home, Sutter Home, yeah. right, right. Well, when they order, you, when you're like, if I want to get it to go, once they say you want to take Sutter Home home. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. That was it, just home, home, and then you yeah. can go back to, to the house or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks to you. Yay, Jenny Hogan, yay. Your next comedian, he's excited to go up because the debates happened last night, and I'm sure he has things to say. About hashtag Ginger Lives Matter. Put your hands together. It's Matthew Quirk. In other news, Pam's birthday. Happy birthday, Pam. So, yeah. I do want to talk about the debates. And I tell you what, my big takeaway from the debates uh, last night is that I'm going to vote for Donald Trump for president. I mean, he's totally going to legalize grabbing a woman's pussy. I mean, it's going to be a completely acceptable form of introduction it doesn't even matter if they're married. It's going to be great. I mean, he said, make America great again. And I had no idea how great he meant. That is just going to be the greatest. Boom. What are you guys with? Heard? What's going on here? Uh, let's see. What else? Are you guys yeah, Hillary. President Clinton. That doesn't even roll off your tongue just right. So, uh, Hurricane Matthew, also in the news. By the way, my stripper name. So, uh, there's a preacher who's saying that uh, Hurricane Matthew, you know, was sent as like a wrath of God, you know, to make us, you know, repent for our sins against the covenant, you know, for the Hebrews and everything. And I'm like, I guess that totally explains Florida, right? Why they attack Florida all the time. That, That makes sense. Boom. Uh, let's see what else I'm saying here. Oh yeah, by the way, so he sends, so God sends these things to like punish us for homosexuality and whatever. And I gotta think, you know, God sure is cool with collateral damage, isn't he? <laughs> Killing. Uh, so yeah, the preacher said that it was part sent for homosexuality to punish us. Uh, but as God's conduit on earth here, I got to tell you, it's punishment for not legalizing cannabis for the last time. Hey, if it is for punishing homosexuality, how come the only states that really got slammed are the ones who have those like bathroom laws for trannies? Maybe God is sending a message. More boom. Uh, yeah. Not to disprove the existence of God or anything, but California doesn't get hurricanes. No, that's out of place. Yeah, imagine being God. You know, he's busy with nebulas, black holes and everything. And people are like, 
Oh, the hurricane. He's probably totally on like it. Oh, man, I'm going to let this go to message. I'll text him back in a week. I'm busy. Trans bathroom. Yeah, that's all of it. Thank you. Comments. Matthew Quirk. Oh, man. Rooting thing. Hurricane Matthew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, this may be bad advice. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, you may be able to follow up Hurricane Matthew with like jokes about being a home wrecker or like tearing up pussy or I don't know. You may be able to keep going with it because it's it's like so ridiculous and timely. But it might be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is that? Well, Florida, like Arizona or <laughs> Texas, like be like, oh, they're next, obviously, because they deserve it. Yeah. Pile on. <laughs> yes! Let the beat drop. What? Uh, 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 Matthew Quirk. Uh, uh. All right. Your next comedian. Is a, he's you? He was just dancing, which uh, isn't something I've seen before from a tall white man in that way. He was more like a one of those wacky wild wafflers, you know, like that, that. You know, exactly. That's absolutely perfect. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Cole Chapman. Just one more rotation here, and okay, here we go. Uh, I'm bummed. Uh, was it John Gallagher and Allison left? Because uh, they were talking about how their moms used to be like, "Here, kitty, kitty," and stuff. My mom did the same thing, but she's from Boston, so she go, "Come here, you pussy." So you know, <laughs> similar thing, similar thing. I, I got, I get it. You know, I'll keep that one. Why not? <laughs> but in case they happen to be at the same mic and we just happen to touch on the same subject. <laughs> Um, oh, guys, uh, our brother just got back from this long trip to, like, Papua New Guinea and the Philippines and stuff, uh, and he got me a gift, which was nice, uh, but the gift were, like, earbuds, <laughs> which seemed like not, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> they were Bob Marley brand earbuds, <laughs> and I was like, you're in Papua New Guinea, I expect some, like, mud medallion or some shit, like, so, like, not, like, not, like, earbuds. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I looked at the box. It was like made in Seattle. I was like, dude, <laughs> you went way out of your way to get these. I could have just bought these on Amazon. They'd be here in two days. You were gone 10 weeks. <laughs> like, you got The math is all wrong on this one. But he was like, he gave me this gift when he got back and he was doing that thing. I don't know if you've ever experienced someone who like gives you a gift and has to like break it down for you. Like every, every like tiny detail about it. But he was doing, he was like, yeah, man, it's got like this like weave mesh around the wires for like added durability. And then like start, some of it starts sounding like bullshit. He was like, like yeah, it's got like wood in the in the buds for um uh for a sound. It's a good sound. And I was like, oh yeah, good sound. I was like, uh, the wood in the earbuds for good sound. That that sounds um like uh, oh bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit right there. I don't know. I'm not buying any of this shit. Like you're just making stuff up at this point. Like I know they say don't look a gift horse in the mouth, but what do they say about like? canceling your gift horse museum tour. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I've like i got to get off this shit. I was like, he was sitting there lecturing me for 20 minutes about these earbuds that he didn't even get in goddamn Papua New Guinea. I don't know. I wanted something a little more official. Guys, don't give me gifts. 
that's what I'm telling you. Hi, hi, pizza. Um, okay, what do we what do we want to talk about here? Uh, oh, here's a here's a here's something. Uh, so I've been uh, doing this dating thing. I'm gonna adjust this for the rest of my time. Uh, I've been doing, trying this dating thing out, uh, and like as I kind of get more into it, and like I've been with this one girl for like a couple weeks now, and it's sort of like we're edging closer to like, you know, like an actual relationship. What you thought like edging like the porn <laughs> shit? Get your mind out of the gutter. What the fuck? I'm supposed to immediately jump to these conclusions. Okay, here's the thing. No, that's not. We're not at edging yet, unless the edging is like, ooh, we might have sex tonight, and then we don't. <laughs> it's like that seems to be the the order. It's like, all right, I'd love to uh, to do that someday, but not in ten weeks into this shit. Whatever. Uh, but the thing is, like. <laughs> I don't know, the closer we get to like a relationship, the more I kind of look at relationships like going to the movie theater and getting like a really large, like extra large popcorn, you know, like you're, you're on your way and the whole time you're like, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to get that extra large popcorn. I'm going to sit down. It's going to be great. And then you get it and you're like, there is a lot of this. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is way more than I thought was going to be. They make it this big? Guys, talking about issues. Talking about issues. It's too much of it. Uh, 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 do I have anything else? Oh, sometimes I get in arguments with my dad about who had it harder. Uh, he likes to say, uh, you know, certain things like, I had to walk uphill uh, both ways in the snow. And I like to say, uh, or he, he dropped a new one on me the other day. He was like, we grew up, we had like environmental catastrophes. We had DDT, you know, in our crops. And I was like, well, we had AXE and I was spraying it on my body. It's horrible. Like that is a, that's a disaster of social proportions of which you've never seen, sir. Willingly spraying poison on myself every day. And no one was DTF. Whoa. Okay. Jetman spraying axe on his body, not even worrying about the consequences. Yay! Must give you cancer. David Klein's up. Hey. All right, hey, Chatty said, "Hey, hey, Cole, good to see you. Good to see uh, you too, man. Just like you under this. Um, less creepy comment. Um, the the line with the axe body spray and your dad. It might be kind of funny at the end if like he's like, oh, I knew. Like, cause you stunk so bad from axe, and there could be something about like." I don't know, that, that he knew about Oh, you just it. thought I smelled like shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, he'd yeah. Be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, your dad, you know, yeah. 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 Thanks, Pop. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Hey, Cole. Hello. Jenny Hogan here. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, Seeing you around, you good stuff. I like the, um, okay, so your brother getting the earbuds, and what if it's like you get even lazier with like the gifts you get him, like something that you clearly got at the airport, like a welcome to San Francisco mug or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you go to like Indonesia. I Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco. Yeah, Some yeah. bullshit, yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this popcorn thing. I like the idea of like the relationship is like better, like the idea is better than what it actually is. I think it needs to be something more specific and weird about relationships than there just being kind of like a lot of it. Like something like, you know, like you think it's going to be great, but then you just end up with like butter all over your hands and you're like, I can't even masturbate. Or something, you know, well, that's like a gross one, but some, you know what I'm saying? Like, get more no, specific. No, it doesn't work because that'd be an aid. That'd yeah, help. just get, yeah. get more specific than just there's a lot of it, basically. Sure. Um, after you talk about the earbuds in the airport, I think you could just be like, you definitely got those from the airport, like on the way back, you know? Because they sell those. Totally. Huh? It's the airport. And yeah, yeah. he probably didn't even buy them. They were probably free on Virgin America. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, are you know, fucking kidding me? They give you yeah. everything. They give you... <laughs> that's a good point. I like they that. give you... I'm wearing Virgin America headphones right now. That's, oh, what, that's, what, that's what the station runs off of. Just take two or three pair every time you run through first class. They don't even use that shit. They got their own real Bose shit. And you just take them. You just take them out of their little pockets that they never go on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? 
Thank uh, th you, those my yeah, those first class people. He didn't buy those. Those were free. Fucking. Your brother sucks. My brother sucks. <laughs> do you have the joke? Oh no, it's Jeff Dean that has the joke about the eulogy at his brother's funeral. I feel oh, like you could do that joke. Can I too. have that joke? I'll <laughs> buy it off you for no. Yeah, you could take it. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I think uh, when you say that the headphones have wood, I think it'd be funny if your dad's like really trying to explain this stunt one, and he's like, you know, like guitars, they have wood. I don't know. Wait, what? Guitars <laughs> make sound too, so he could be like equating guitars oh, sure. to earbuds. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were trying to make your dad explain your morning wood. I got, I was getting confused with well, the wood concept. <laughs> Talk about a hard lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hello. Hi. Hey, what's, what's up? <laughs> I have that outfit. Oh, <laughs> a lot of ladies do. A lot of women do. I walked by someone the other day wearing the exact, even the same shoes, and we stood at the same stop walk and shit. You done? <laughs> Anyways. No. Um, for your popcorn joke, you could just say, like, you're enjoying the relationship as much as you're enjoying the popcorn at that point, because, like, it's, you really enjoy it, and then it's just awful. And then halfway through, I'm yeah, going to be like, like, this eh. is a lot. And then it's too much of this. You're like, I'm going to keep going, though. Like, I'm committed. Um, and then eventually you like give up and put it to the side. Just leave it in the theater. <laughs> Does it, and walk out. popcorn makes you nauseous after a certain point, don't you know? Like, have you ever felt that? Like, yeah. if you eat a whole bag of microwave popcorn and then you just, don't feel nauseous, then there's nothing it? there. You know? It hurts the tummy. Yeah. Anyone, Anyone else? else? Oh, oh Tristan. Oh. Hello. <laughs> analogy. Oh, um, hit me. And then, like, as you get to know her, you find, like, the unpopped parts, the things she hasn't processed yet that you have to work through with her. It's very poetic. Almost breaks my jaw. Yeah. All right, yeah. Put your hands together. The unpopped kernel at the bottom of the bag, Cole Chapman. She's my favorite unpopped kernel at the bottom of the bag. You know, if you swallow enough of those unpopped kernels and you don't chew them, they come out of your butt like BBs. Into the toilet. Uh, your next comedian is much uh, more ladylike than what I just said. It would be a terrible thing to try to combine. Uh, the, she's a lovely human being, and you guys are going to enjoy her jokes. Put your hands together right now. Trishna Segal! introduction as I saw Cole walk up here and twist the mic around I was like great I'm going after him thanks Cole um, so I, I took a, a lady like <laughs> wait till you hear what I'm gonna say um, <laughs> I took a strip dancing class <laughs> it was uh, it was for my friend's bachelorette party and uh, I didn't want to do it I wanted to take yoga because uh, I just think it's weird that like the women are going to go learn the activity that the men go watch at the bachelor party uh, right like you don't hear men being like let's go learn how to give manicures please our woman uh but women go through great lengths at these things right like they do the whole like pin the pin the penis on the penisless man and like drink out of straws shaped like penises um or peni, I don't really know how to. Um, but make, men aren't doing that, right? They're not drinking out of like vagina-shaped beer cozies. Like that shit ain't happening. But anyway, we took this class, um, and the way it went down was there was a group of uh, Indian chicks, my friends, and then a group of black women. Now they, yeah, no, no not disturbing at all. Close the door when you go to the bathroom. I don't know how old you are, but 
I'm just kidding, Jeff, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, strip dancing. Yes, yes, yes. So we took this class, and um, we came in gym clothes for some reason because we thought we were going to get a workout. The, the group of black chicks, they came prepared. They had stilettos, leather pants. They were, like, smoking hot. And uh, the teacher, she really didn't like us because... You know when you do that sexy dance, like this like crossover thing? Like, I was wearing flip-flops. <laughs> there was this like phantom sound when I was doing it. And, uh, and she just kept saying, you know, this would have been so much easier if you guys wore heels. But it's okay. It was fine. It was a new experience for us. Uh, it was the first time the Indian chicks didn't do well in class. I love that Pam. I love Pam's laugh. I'm gonna ride that. Um, <laughs> you gotta do a weird Indian voice now. Come on. A weird Indian voice. <laughs> it's her birthday. She can say shit like that. <laughs> There's no accent in this bit, actually. <laughs> I'll do one for you at the end. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. I'm actually. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, actually get back into Indian dance, for, like for real. Like life goal. I started when I was 20, um, and it's something that I've been wanting to do ever since. But it, on and off, haven't been able to. And the dance I used to do, it's Bharatanatyam. It's like the Indian version of ballet, super strict. Uh, and I started when I was 20, but they don't care. They make you take class with nine-year-olds. So there was me, this tall, in a class of like little girls that were like down here. And Bharatanatyam is like a lot of stomping, like tons of stomping. Um, so these girls were really scared I was going to flatten them out. But uh, anyway, the other parents, they used, to be, they used to look at me and be like, oh my god, what happened to that girl? Is it her thyroid? All right. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. OK, but um, I had an arch nemesis in this class. Her name was Bumika. Bumika, she just kept making fun of how not flexible I was. And I used to try to reason with her like an adult. I was like, look, you're still partially cartilage. I'm fully ossified bone structure here. <sighs> but uh, the best part of that class, even though they would make fun of me, is um, at the end, when it was time to go home, Indian parents are notorious for being late. But I was 22. So I could drive. So I was like, peace out, bitches. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. That's my time. <laughs> that was random. Give me, give me my what I fucking want. Give me your. Pam, you run such a great mic. Every day you come here, work so hard. Make it for all these wonderful comedians. Some suck, some are good, but you don't care. You treat everybody wonderfully. <laughs> Yay, thank you for the... Yay. Uh, hey, I say anytime you can use... The, I mean, I don't... I wish I was Indian. I wish I was something other than white. Like, I can't do any cool voices. But, like, anytime that you can bring, like, the weird... Like, not that it's weird, but you do a really great Indian accent, and I just don't see, you might as well bring it into whenever you, it's like you have an extra thing to comment on. It's like you have a third, it's like you're yourself, but then you have a second person that can comment on what you're doing, so. Characters. It, it would, I mean, I'd bring it in because you can do it, right? And yeah. 
I mean, I know people, oh, it's trying, she's Indian. But, like, if I had, like, a cool, like, valley girl voice and it was cool, like, 1986, I'd fucking gag me with a spoon, too. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I would do it all the time. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Can't hey, uh, uh, oh, shit. What was that last bit? Oh, the dancing, taking class with, like, nine-year-olds? Yeah. It got oh, all disjointed. Oh, so but the cartilage thing. Uh, I feel like you could talk about more, like, you know, the abuse you can take as a child when you only have cartilage. I feel like you could, like, beat that kid up or something. <laughs> and she would just reflex back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you would, like, shove them into a locker and they just... <laughs> yeah, I feel like okay. that, like, because that's a funny concept, like, yeah. a funny premise, to like, that you don't really, like, take beyond that. Yeah. Like, besides just, like, referencing it, I feel like you could up the stakes on that one. Uh, as far okay. as, like, the flattening out the thyroid thing, I wasn't really sure of the setup portion of those punch yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can just make that a bit clearer I don't know if that's like making the judge a little more concise or something <coughs> okay but yeah thanks um, I really like the idea of the uh, bachelor party like being more like a bachelorette party I just think it's really funny and you could definitely just expand on it just with more more examples of the weird differences and stuff okay. um, yeah I also maybe wonder if there was like a guy version of a baby shower <laughs> what would that oh, be? Oh, so. that's a good one, yeah. I thought it was funny when you were talking about uh, some of the women wearing stilettos and dancing and you're like in flip-flops. <laughs> like, there may be a chance, to, I don't know, like, this makes sense, like, sing what the song would be in the background and make the noise of you being the flip-flops or, or just... I, I feel like I wanted to hear more about that story because it was, it was pretty ridiculous and there just okay. might be more there. Okay, thanks. Cool. All right, thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm such a racist. I want everybody who does weird... Like, no, I really... I'm like, I... You know, I wish I could do voices of anything culturally appropriate to me, and I just don't have anything. Like, it just makes me sad, so I like to culturally appropriate other people. I would do an Indian voice if I could, but then I'd really, really be racist, right? Your next comedian, another funny guy, takes great pictures here all the time at Mutiny Radio. You're going to love his jokes. Put your hands together for George Davis. Hey, everybody. Why people say that all the time? Americanism. All right. I... I brought notes today. I'm like, this is all new shit. All right. Um, I was thinking about how weird it would be if, like, um, like public shitting became, like, the tool that we use to, like, stop, like, shoplifting. You know, like, petty crimes and bullshit like that. Like, if you, you know, you did a petty crime, all right, we're just going to make that guy, like, shit on 16th and Mission. You know what I mean? And just, like... Fuck it, man. All right, there you go, right? I was like, all right, oh, that's weird. Then I got into like, well, <laughs> I like, like, I actually had to do that shit kind of once. Like when I was staying at St. Vincent de Paul, we used to like stay at this place, which you might have seen their lovely signs around town, but like, um, like this stage here, okay? Like, um, let's pretend the stage is a place. All right. And on that side are showers, and on this side are showers, and on the back is showers. And right here is your buddy taking a shit and having to watch all these assholes. The only time you get to take a shit is when these dickheads are taking showers, man. It's the weirdest, most brutal thing you'll ever want to deal with, and shouldn't probably fucking have to deal with it. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. 
Um, God damn, fucked up. Oh, yeah, what I meant to do was, uh, yeah, Hillary's... <laughs> all right. Part of this weird year is having to, like, defend shit that I, like, never would have thought I had to defend. Like, I thought I gave up defending, like, the, like just certain shit, like, at a point. But, like, I have to, like... Like, uh, the debate was yesterday, and, like, Trump brought on Paula Jones, who he called a fucking loser before, but anyway, he brought her up and was like, hey, man, look, you know, look at all these chicks, and then he gets on and he's like, hey, man, words hurt, actions do, and you defended a woman who got raped by your husband, and I was like, dude, first off... Now you're making me defend a rapist, all right? Because, like, first off, no, that's not one of the women. Because Bill didn't fuck the woman that he maybe raped, right? But now I am I'm on the side of the fucking defender. Why do I have to defend a rapist for the presidency? That's crazy. And then fucking, like, it's like Uber and cabs. I don't want to have to defend cabs. I don't like fucking cabs. When I grew up, I didn't like cabs. Only rich people could afford fucking cabs. But now I'm like, I hate fucking Uber so much. I have to fucking fake fucking loving cabs. The only person I like to defend is like the postman. That's it. Because <laughs> he has to deliver mail to everybody. Period. Fuck off. Anyway, um... Oh, yeah, being a bummer at a satanic potluck would be the best. <laughs> Who brought the fried bat, man? <laughs> On the bone? <laughs> no, man, I brought the, the bat nuggets. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was stupid. Oh, yeah, all right. If I had fake tits on the ground floor of fake tits, I'd have been like... We built these titties. <laughs> we built these titties on coke and blue. No, it's the same thing, man. Anyway, get the fuck wrong. Coke and blue. Like, yeah, that's cool. That'll be fun. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm done with UFOs. I got one minute. This will take a minute. Yeah, yeah, done. I'm done with people. Like, I finally got old enough. Look. I can say my whole philosophy in three words. Yeah, not here. That's it, right? Okay, are there extraterrestrials? Yeah, not here. Got a friend who's like, he believes that cockroaches are extraterrestrials, okay? When you go so far in the smart you get dumb, you're <laughs> fucked, all right? <laughs> right? <laughs> But, um, but, uh, yeah, what was I going to say about those assholes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, real quick, this will be th two seconds. All right, so, like, the guy, like, Earth, or Fire in the Sky, if you ever saw that movie, right, with some of the guys, like, sitting with a light and shit, and it's the only time that his friends took him, like, they got taken to, like, uh, like, uh, into custody, because really, what you do, kill your friend? Because he was gone for five days. And I was like, well, that dude's probably just fucked for five days, man. He, like, fucked around on his wife. Oh, someone up my ass. <laughs> I can't come, honey, anymore. They took all of my semen, right? <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, what can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. 
We built these titties on Cooked Blood. Hey. That's great. That's funny. That's hey. very, very funny. Very funny. Hey, George. Did, did, did you say, did you say uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire in the Sky? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. We built these titties on Coke and Blow. Is, you you should call back to it. You yeah. should just, you should build a whole set around <laughs> just going back to that because it's very, very funny and I've never heard it before. You're welcome. Uh, when you're talking about having to shit in public as punishment, there's probably a lot you could talk about there. There might be people that enjoy shitting in public, so they start stealing things. Or there's just, there's just a lot of different ways you could take it. It was pretty quick, so you could probably work on that for, for all sorts of jokes. Thanks. There were no jokes. I don't expect a lot of comments. Uh, there, were jokes. there were lots of jokes. Everybody, George! Yay! <laughs> we built these titties on coke and blue. Your next comedian, another really lovely human being. I'm going to read a philosophy book, I guess, this week. Put your hands together for Ian Levy. Hey, guys. There was um, a lot of talk about uh, people calling their cats. Like, oh, yeah, kitty, kitty. My, my cat, my, my parents, uh, we had a cat named Puck, which, um, yes, like we're liberal douchebags because we name our cats after Shakespeare animals. Uh, or Shakespeare characters, but um, yeah, my dad used to go out late at night and we couldn't find the cat. Just scream like "Puck, Puck!" and then the neighbors would like freak out. So that's that's my cat calling story. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, um, I uh, I've been thinking a lot about connecting uh, with like like how I connect to younger generations and how I connect to older generations. Uh, I've come to realize. Uh, my, my world experience is just completely different uh, than, you know, uh, the older generations, right? Uh, like, for example, my grandmother always tells this story. Uh, she says when she, when she was young, she was about eight years old, her and her family had to pick up and move out of Oklahoma to escape the Dust Bowl, and they moved to California, and the first thing they did uh, was her and her sister ran inside uh, to flush the toilet because they'd never seen an indoor toilet before. And every time my grandmother tells me that story, uh, it makes me just say, uh, shut up, you old whore. Uh, we should have put you in that home. Like, that's... <laughs> no. <laughs> Not okay? I don't know. It's just a joke. I love my grandmother. <laughs> She's a very nice woman. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, guys. I, uh... I, I uh, ate Vietnamese food the other day. It was pho, nominal. That's <laughs> that's a real joke. <laughs> I don't know. It's better that I got I got food poisoning a little while back from eating some uh, Mediterranean food. Uh, I falafeled. Felt awful. Okay. <laughs> we, we can stop doing jokes, guys. I'll just just I don't know. Oh, what I'm doing. Um. I, I work at the food industry. I work at a cafe. Does anyone, anyone ever worked at the food industry at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food industry. Uh, the food industry is a weird place to work because there's no place uh, less honest than the food industry, right? There's no place because every time someone comes in, they say, how's your day you going? You have to say, like, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? That's just the pattern that, that happens over and over again. And just once, I would like to tell the truth. 
just once I want someone to come in and go like how's your day going and I just want to say to be honest uh, not that great I'm really hung over right now because uh, I was up late last night drinking because I found out the uh, the woman uh, who I used to love my my, my ex who I'm still in love with uh, has recently gotten engaged to another man. I've never felt more alone than I do right now. Uh, and I wake up every morning wondering when I'll finally have the courage to end my own life. Was that a soy chai latte? Okay. It was <laughs> what soy chai latte? You know, it's just not, I don't know. I had a weird. Um, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm a good person because uh, because some of the thoughts I have sometimes. I had a weird. A, a, a real thing happened where a woman came into my uh, into the cafe I work at, um, and and this time I started the cycle. I said, "How's your day going?" Uh, and she uh, she said, "Well, it's actually kind of a sad day. I'm going into the park uh, to meet with a friend, and we're doing a little ceremony, and then we're getting brunch together because uh, my good friend uh, was pregnant for five months." And then she lost the baby. Um, <laughs> and no, it's sad. It's sad. And, and, and in, my, in my mind, my first thought was like, well, at least she can drink again. So that's, which is the horrible, it's just a horrible thought. That's not a healthy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that because I'm not a monster. But um, yeah, I guess I'll end it there. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Give it up for your favorite monster, Ian Levy. Yay! I'm sorry. I'm glad that she aborted that baby. That baby was going to drink my water, and we're in a drought, so fuck I, that baby. I don't think she, I don't <laughs> think she, it, she got an abortion. Oh. It, it was like she, like she, yeah. No, she lost it, like, in the park. Oh, no, she lost it, like, God told her that she shouldn't. Like, she, yeah, her. yeah, like, she oh, wanted right, to have a cool. child. Right, right, right. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, the one of the worst things. That right. <laughs> no, no, she felt entitled to pr- produce her spawn, her I'm mediocre spawn. I'm pretty sure if you get an abortion, it's like, they don't lose, it's not like, no one's getting accidental abort. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Uh, comments for Ian Levy. <laughs> Don't everyone go all at once. Did did you say uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire in the Sky? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Uh, I think that if you're gonna do like the phenomenal and uh, falafel puns. Uh, I would make every single comment after that a pun. Like I wouldn't say yeah. a word that's not a pun. Okay. Yeah. And, which is. No, that's fair. Yeah. All these pun haters. Yeah. Um, I think the thing about your grandma being entertained by like toilet flushing indoor, like you could play with it in another direction, like other things you entertain her with that are very mundane. Yeah. Um, I couldn't think of anything, but it seemed like a direction to go. She's pretty senile, so most things will entertain Baby her, wipes so. are amazing. Showers, showers, and a, showers and a tiny piece of, t- t- yeah. what is it called, um, paper towel? CNN. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't like this joke I'm about to say at all, but I'll throw it out there. Um, with the whole puns of the Greek food, and you're like, and then I tzatziki'd all over the place. Ah, it's disgusting, don't say uh, okay. it. Okay. Um, oh. No, instead of skeet skeeting, that's really cute. Yeah. Because skeet, 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 and tzatziki sound a lot the same. You'd have to say, oh, like, tzatziki, zeke, 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 zeke. You'd have to, like, play with skeet, skeet, and tzatziki together. But, well, I yeah, I, I'm on board yeah. with that. Um, and then the <laughs> thing about, like, people asking you about their food, you could do, like, the water for chocolate thing where you're like, well, I just cried into your soup, so hopefully you do, too. <laughs> um, that's it. <laughs> uh, I 
liked your story about or your joke about you always have to say like I'm great when yeah. people ask, and I really liked how you sold it with like the really really sadness, because I was like in the bathroom listening and I started to feel sad for you because <laughs> I forgot the beginning of the joke. <laughs> so that was great. Um, but you could also do something about how like you could just say like I'm terrible and like no one would notice because nobody really is even listening. Yeah, it's yeah. Just the tone. Um, oh, uh, I think that you could direct it back towards the customer, like something that they did that maybe a lot of customers do that's annoying. Like you could just say, well, I'm not that great because you changed your order after we already made the latte or some shit like that. I don't know. What? All right, everybody oh, put cool. your Thanks, hands guys. together. Thanks Ian Levy. Another thing uh, people do when they're in food service, maybe, uh, especially being a barista, is that you give yourself a lobotomy so that you don't care that all you're doing is uh, making people soy lattes all the time. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Katie, go in there. No, you got to find a microphone. You got to get to a microphone. Oh, yeah. as, a, as a former barista, um, I don't know, did you ever have to clean the bathrooms there? Yeah. That was, that was the worst part of being a barista. <laughs> so you might want to focus on that. Katie was a barista in La Jolla, and this one time when we were in college, uh, she had me, well, we drank together as many espresso shots as we could, and I think I had nine, and I almost died. <laughs> I was, like, considering going to the, I was like, should I go, should I go to student health? No, no, it was just coffee. It's not, like, it's cocaine or anything. I can't afford that. She just gave it to me because she was a barista and it was free. Uh, yay! Your next comedian. He's a funny guy. Uh, I was lucky enough to be part of his, one of his shows at the Lost uh, Church, and I hope that he produces many, many shows in the future. Put your hands together for David Klein. Woo, I used to work at the Elephant Bar. Has anyone been there? And I, it's after two weeks of employment, I realized, like, wait, this place is basically themed after British colonialism. <laughs> it was, like, the most depressing place. Everything, it was, everything was just, like, a horror. The name of the man, it was, like, and no one knew it. It was, like, this weird hellscape. And I was a hasher, which is a job that I don't think exists in a lot of places. I was between the busboy and the cook, so I translated between the two. And it was just white dudes saying racist shit against Mexicans and Mexicans saying racist shit against white dudes and everyone doing blow in the back. So that was a weird job. Was that in San Diego? That was in Bar Santa Barbara, oh, so extra you. racist. Um, so I don't know how anything works. Like in life, like I really don't know how, like this mic, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you how you're hearing me. All I know, I guess, is that there are sound waves. Uh, and where there are waves, there are bros. Bros like hanging out by waves. So, you know, I have to guess how this works. So I'm just going to guess that there are sound bros that travel through the mic and ride the wave, the sound wave. And they just like are like, bro, bro, you got to hear what this guy's saying. And when someone's whispering, they're like, bro, bro, you got to hear what this guy's saying. Um, and when it's silent and you just hear like little creaks in the background, that's like the bros doing, sound bros doing push-ups and bumps and rape and stuff. And then, uh, um, that was lame. Um, <laughs> uh, and sometimes if you're hanging out and you randomly get a sublime song in your head, like maybe that's when like a sound bro kind of got drunk and is messing up. Um, okay, that's weird. Uh, I am, I, 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 I
I ain't got no crystal ball. If I had any talent, I would have been in a different band. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm married, and I've, I've started to embrace marriage. I really like it. Like recently, my wife brought me a quesadilla while I was in the shower, and it was the highlight of my relationship with anyone. And imagine being me. I'm in the shower, and I'm standing there. Water's, you know, hitting my back, and I'm wondering, like, like I want to jack off, but I'm also concerned about the environment. And that's what I'm thinking about, and there's, like, water. And then she comes, I eat this case. I'm so excited. Can you imagine if your, your girlfriend came into the bathroom, and she comes in with a quesadilla, and you're like, oh, shit, what's going on? She's like, here's a quesadilla. I'm like, wait, are we going to have sex? She's like, no. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But give me that quesadilla. You know, and then you're all mad and just fucking wasting water and just jerking off and, you know, fuck everything. Because I guess the joke I'm trying to make is you don't have sex as much when you're married. But, you know, a shower quesadilla is a pretty good substitute. Um, really glad. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I really, if, I'm so against the modern airline video, the safety video. Like every fucking airline now are doing these goddamn cute safety videos of like happy, diverse people dancing. I don't want to see happy people dancing. I want to see pilots practicing. I want a safety video that just old ass white dudes landing planes. I want to see them drinking milk. I want to see them drinking water, like labeled not vodka with the guy like testing their blood. I want to see it over and over again. And then they, they try to be so fun. Has anyone seen the Virgin America video? Like the fucking, everyone's so happy, so fucking annoying. There's this scene where there's this little like eight year old black kid with a fro and an oversized suit and he's sitting on a lap of this attractive secretary. And what was the director? What must have been the director been like? Okay, my vision for the scene, all right? Um, okay, you just need to you just need to look at the kid like you want to fuck him. Okay, I know he's eight, but just no, no one's gonna ever notice. No one's gonna care. You just want to fuck this kid. The nun's not gonna care. No one's gonna care. Uh, safety first. Okay, I'm David Klein. Thanks. David Klein, yay! I enjoyed your set very much. So I loved the bros in the microphone, you could use topics that bros wouldn't comprehend. Like, And then I started crying and talking about emotion, and the bros were like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know how to say this, or I don't know. That's, kind of, that's, that's a good idea. Um, okay. Then the quesadilla in the shower, I don't know if you'd want to use this angle, but uh, maybe that's your wife's way of like having you not jack off in the shower. She like keeps interrupting your shower with weird things. She's like, here's a quesadilla. I don't or, know. or on the flip side, best million dollar idea for a business, shower quesadilla someone comes to your house and gives you a quesadilla while you're in the shower holy fuck like (laughs) i'm sorry i've always wanted i've never had a quesadilla in the shower and a girl can dream right girl can dream um yeah that was it i like the interruption i like the great ideas um i feel like quesadilla that's like a gross food to have in the shower stop it Either be all soggy and I don't know. Keep it out of the water. What the fuck's your problem? Like you got to, you don't have to put it in the way it's crispy. I don't. I like to separate eating and showering. (laughs) You've Um, never had a beer in the shower. I thought I. Those are the best beers ever. As a beer in the beer and quesadilla in the shower. This is like. I actually have a beer holder in my shower. It sticks to the wall. (laughs) You need a quesadilla holder, you weirdo. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> I thought um, I thought the white and the or I, so like uh, 
in the the airline videos like it always they always make it seem as if like the passengers just like just met and they didn't like choreograph it at first or something but then they all like have the same rhythm and since they're di- like very diverse group i think it'd be funny but like this is unrealistic like the white guy can keep up with the black guy what's up with that maybe that's racist i don't know because <laughs> like black guys have better rhythm yeah. Can you say that? Can you say that in an Indian accent, please? A big Indian accent. Could you break it down, please? <laughs> White guys uh, don't know what to dance. Um, with the with, with the quesadilla in the shower story, I thought it was a really good, like little like uh, story. But I think um, to to me, it works better if because you you then kind of mentioned um, something about about like uh, wanting sex and like oh get out of here if that's not happening. And I think it's almost sweeter if it's like the end goal is all you really want is just to eat. Like maybe like people, young people in a relationship, you know, if you're not married, you might want sex out of some, but really all you want when you're married is just a quesadilla in the shower. Like that's real love right there. So that's anyways, just my thought. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. There's a saying, you get, your, you get your best ideas in the shower. No, but so just, there's your, like the, the you, that could put it, that could fit in many places. And, and uh, I did know, I dated someone whose greatest pleasure in life uh, was eating in the bathtub. So I think there's definitely a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Pam had a uh, roommate once, a, a guy who would, somehow he got like a penis-sized hole into the shower curtain. Do you remember that? What? <laughs> somehow. And so anyways, you could talk about penis-sized holes in the shower curtain and your wife getting kind of sick of that. Who did I live with? Was this at Cecilia's house? What is? It was Cecilia's house. It wasn't me. This is like she's talking about 1994. Half you guys weren't even alive, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> hey, when you were talking about uh, the bro waves and all that stuff, like if you're really gonna get into it, you could like just go with like. Well, you could also call that God. Right, or anything, right? Because it's just anything. It's yeah. like it's the craziest, just bullshit. It's like, oh, well, I don't understand how this microphone works. I don't understand how sound waves work. I don't understand how the world works. I don't understand how God works. You know, you know what I mean? It just kind of walks its way into it. Microphones work through magnets. Yeah, I know. Everybody. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's magnets. Magnets. Everybody put your hands together. David Klein, everyone. If you're digging the EDM tonight, it's DJ Cheese. You can visit him on the side of Brainwash that you're not supposed to go on. <laughs> Please go say hi to him and tell him that you like his mix. It's, he's a really nice guy and he's a really talented man. I don't understand why he was 86, but sometimes it happens that you're 86 from places. I'm not allowed to go certain places in the city either. That's happened. <laughs> I'm 86. I'm only 86 from one bar in the city. Your next comedian, I, I, I don't think he's been 86 from anywhere, uh, not even any vaginas, because I don't even think he's been <laughs> near enough of them to be 86, I think, at this point. Uh, he's still single. He's hanging out with babies now to try to catch the chicks. Put your hands together for Jeff Dean. Thank you, Pam. I totally get laid sometimes. <laughs> um, Yay! Thank you. Thanks. Um, so uh, when I go out to bars, um, I like try to, you know, I, I drink a little bit so that I have the courage to talk to girls, right? But then I get too drunk and I forget what they're saying. And like, 
I'm just, like, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get a first date. Like I used to try and get laid the first night, but that's just unrealistic. Like I just want to meet them. So uh, what I do is I'll be talking to them, and then I go to the bathroom because you know you got to leave them wanting more. That's what my brother always taught me. And uh, like in the bathroom, I'll take notes. Like um, uh, she does in fact come here often. Um, or like. She doesn't know why she's single either. Um, she's not available on Tuesday. She's, she has a work event Wednesday. Thursday probably doesn't work out either. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm, I'm really worried about like what someone will think if they look at the notes section in my phone like after they scroll through like the troughs of dick pic premises. Or, um, like they'll see... Jessica met at Maggie McGarry's last scene, August 28. <laughs> like maybe they'll think I'm a murderer or like a detective, hopefully. <laughs> um, um, so like I, I like to think of like really philosophical things like if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, does it make a sound? Or like, if I dance to Notorious B.I.G. alone in my bedroom, like, is that cultural appropriation? <laughs> um, so I, I, uh, I got high the other day, way too high. It was off of uh, Pam's, uh, those things, you know? <laughs> that she makes, <laughs> anyway. Uh, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna write high thoughts. And like, I'm going to come up with material. So I, I use Evernote, which is a note-taking app. And I, I made one tab called High Thoughts. And I'm writing down these things. And then I was at work the next day uh, in a meeting taking notes in a different tab. But my boss saw the tab High Thoughts. And I was like, oh, God, I wonder what he's thinking. Um, like, does he think, oh, he's a lazy stoner? Or does he think, like, oh, that's rad, dude. He smokes pot, dank weed. What's up? No? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Or like maybe I'm just super lame for writing notes while high. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Um, <laughs> I really hate going out with guys one-on-one. -on -one. Like uh, my friends will come. They're always like, Jeff, we need to go out in San Francisco. We need to like get laid and I'm like yeah like that totally happens um so like we'll be like they'll be like girls dancing and we are always like trying to talk to them like and it looks like we're drawing up plays like looking at them like what do we say to them we never know anyway that's very awkward these poor girls watch us plan to talk to them for like five minutes anyway that's all I got thanks guys Where's the end of the Evernote bit? Where's the Evernote? Like, where's the Evernote stuff? <laughs> like, that's the only part I was waiting on. Like, well, I'm obviously searching through my phone to get to the Evernote app. Well, it's more. 
I, yeah, I thought you were gonna like at least read a couple of the Evernote bits. Like, no, oh, yeah. He, he's right. When you say that you're going into the bat, you missed and you missed a tag. You usually say that you go in and then you say all the notes and then you forget to get her number and you forgot uh, it this yeah. time. So that's something to remember to do. But the notes are really funny, and you could, I mean, specificity, and especially when you're being all like, like your character is sort of like this dorky sort of like I don't know what's going on kind of guy and if you're reading these funny you have an opportunity to like do a one two three on that and have the weird girl things and then say like but I can't remember to take their numbers or I'm taking all this recon and now I've got a badge made out of tinfoil that was cute too about a detective you can go, I think, further with that, with like, it seems like I'm researching all these girls, but then nothing ever happens, and then I'm a PI because I have to try to find them because I never asked for their number or whatever, like, kind of thing, like, okay. turn into a stalker thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think you can dig more into that, like, you're drawing up plays with your buddy, and you're like, you're, like, you're at the bar grabbing the straw, okay, you're the Coke bottle, and I'm the, you know, the ice cube, and, the, and then you turn around and realize that they've been, like, looking at you for five minutes, and, you know. With the Evernote thing, you like explain what it is, which I don't know why it's funny. You did that with something else earlier, like explaining obvious things. And if that's like intentional, it's kind of endearing. I don't know. Um, but anyway, with the with the high notes, I guess because I like I don't smoke, so like if I would have seen that on your Evernote tab, I would have been like, oh, it's like the high notes of his life, or like, <laughs> the, you know. And maybe you could play with like your boss being like, I want to know what like what's what are the high notes of your life? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then with the, I like the cultural appropriation, like does it happen tree falling thing. Um, you could amp it up with like, you know, if I'm in my bedroom wearing a chain and I have my hat on backwards and I'm dancing, like just make it more ridiculous. Um, yeah. Is that cultural appropriation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Good stuff. Okay, thank you. Ah, sorry. Uh, you did the, yeah, the, the B.I.G. line and I think the detective line next to, pretty close to each other. And they were both really tight, like set up joke, set up joke. And like you told it really, just the delivery was great. And I don't know, I haven't heard them your jokes, but I don't know if you have other jokes that could be that tight where it's like set up punch, set up punch. So, cause like they were both really funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, those are just good, really good style. Sounded great. He's the darling of the scene. Put your hands together for Jeff Dean. Yay! All right, for our last comedians, uh, rather than do comments, I'm just going to give you five minutes. I hope that's okay. Madison, you don't give a fuck, right? You don't, wanna, you don't care what people think, right? Cool. Oh, you want comments? I can, I can shorten you to three and give you... Okay, cool. All right, she wants comments, everybody. Put your hands together, take your notepads out, and pay fucking attention to Madison D. Thanks, Pam. I appreciate that. Um, okay, I want comments because this is like kind of just a weird extended story. I don't know. Anyways, um, so I was supposed to go on my first ever second. Tinder date, so like it was the first time someone had made it to like the second round, and like they had liked me and I liked them, and we had plans on Saturday. Um, but then like my life, I don't know, plotted against me, and like it goes back like five years, no, no, six years, yeah, well, almost six. Anyways, 
Um, so a lot of times, so a lot of time, I'm just going to explain to you why I couldn't go on the date and because I would have had to explain all of this. Sorry, this is not making sense. Anyways, um, a lot of people ask me if I've had a boob job. Um, Ooh, Pam. <laughs> I know. Um, and I have, but like not the kind you think. I um, chopped them off. I like split them in half. Not with an axe. A doctor did it. It was very safe. Um, and so, hmm, Lord, God damn it. There was a point to this. Um, <laughs> anyways, okay, because of that, I got, um, I have like stitches that like were supposed to dissolve in my body, but occasionally they just like pop out. And so like one of them did that last week and then it got like infected and there was pus. It was all very exciting and sexy. So that was like what I couldn't tell the date. But then it actually got worse because the antibiotics they put me on, I was actually allergic to. So I like broke out in this horrible rash of hives and like, just looking, so I was like, okay, well now I like can't do anything on this date. Like I'm not gonna go. <laughs> and on top of that, um, I can't drink alcohol now because the new antibiotics they put me on, I can't have alcohol. So it's like, okay, I can't drink. We can't really. You, you can't take any of my clothes off. <laughs> you, you can't really touch my tits because <laughs> they're sore. <laughs> like I wouldn't go on a date with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Um, but the scientist in me is like running this experiment. You can kind of see some of the red bumps of the hives. So I circled <laughs> <laughs> groups of 10 and I'm running an experiment. A is uh, hydrocortisone, B is Benadryl, C is the control so there's nothing, and D is Benadryl and hydrocortisone. <laughs> And I'm going to see which one has the least spots at the end of the day, and then I'm going to treat my whole body with that. <laughs> it's like an experiment thing, you know. Um, I'm just a nerd. Um, but I think it's really weird how you can do whatever you want with your children, basically, like within reason. But like, you know, you can't beat them. But other than that, you can do whatever you want. But as soon as you start writing it down and, like, comparing it to a different trial child, then it becomes illegal. Then it's experimenting. Like, but it's just like you're just trying to learn something from it. Like, if you, you know, you would be allowed to do it if you didn't try to learn something from it. That's all. Okay. I'll take comments. Brilliance of I've all I would I mean I want to have a fifth grader just so I can have uh, science fair projects I have so many science fair projects and you are a science fair project right now and I hope that you get a fifth grader to study you because that's no I mean the cortisone it's really smart the court it's very funny the cortisone the cortisone and then the you have a anyways it's it's very funny yeah as an atheist i really like that science-based set yeah and, and uh i think you get more into like some of the things that are happening to you like medically and physically on the date like where you're sweating and how you, oh, yeah. you know your heart beating or whatever's have a gurgle here or a cramp there and but i didn't go yeah. on the date because oh yeah plus antibiotics can give you diarrhea yeah yeah, yeah there you go oh my you god get, you can get, you get all over that day would have been really bad um, I wanted to comment that I think the Tinder thing is really interesting for those of us who know nothing about Tinder and <laughs> are older and we just have Facebook as our one <laughs> social network. 
Um, so it'd be interesting to like hear more about that. And I'm a dermatologist, and you shouldn't put Benadryl cream on your skin because you'll get a rash. Hydrocortisone <laughs> and um, Benadryl by mouth. Just why well, took the pills? Oh, that's the mm-hmm. other reason I'm so weird up here. I can't drink, so I've just been popping, and I have this rash. I've been popping Benadryl pills all day, and because it's like supposed to make the rash go down because it's an immune reaction to the antibiotics. This sounds so silly, but like. <laughs> and maybe I'm just the only one we'll here talk that later. Get it right up top. But like when you talk about, I believe you're talking about a boob reduction. Yeah. Just be clear on it. Take your time and just be like, look, you know, I got when you think like, I got them cut in half. You know what I mean? Like that's one. Oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But like you know, just like just kind of set it up more so people can understand. That that's just a thing. Okay. That was. I mean, I, I basically had the the, the same note because I think you've talked about it before the the breast reduction stuff. But if you use those words, people will be like, "Oh, they know what you mean." But when you just say like cut in half, people won't know if you're like serious or like what you're what you're saying. Uh, okay. I, everything else was really funny. Thanks. Uh, it was good. Thanks. Yay! Talk to Katie after your set. She's a dermatologist. Yay! <laughs> Doctor in the house in the hizzy. All right, uh, we have a couple of comedians left for you guys. We're going to cut the comments out just so we can let them do uh, sets. Yeah. Everybody put your hands together for a very funny man. Uh, he he mazel-toved us all. Like, there was some serious, I mean, like, Yom Kippur. It's funny because, like, Yom Kippur, like, the whole, uh, you know, Jewish high holidays things were happening. And on Friday, he threw a beer bottle on the ground, crashing it for all. Like, th- I, I hope that everyone has glass shards in their in their feet so that they can celebrate the Jews forever. Uh, put your hands together for Timothy Pizza! <laughs> It's hot in here. Sweating like a pig. Idiots! Pigs don't sweat. You're so smart with your words. Feigning knowledge of the Mammalia Linnaeus. Just as happy as the pig in the mud. Well, the pig in the mud, you know why pigs roll in the mud? Because when it gets fucking hot out and they're weird little bodies that can't sweat, they roll around to get wet, and the evaporation off their body is the only way that they can feel relief. So when you think you're happy as a pig in the mud, pig in the mud is a pig in pain. (laughs) Everybody loves bacon. Bacon this, bacon that. Pork chops, pork grinds, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. (laughs) No, those little pathetic shit wigglers, they're getting too much hype. Islam is right. They get to see those meat drips roll around in their shit and piss. If I had to watch that all day, I'd make some strong rules. Good for them. Wake up, sheeple. Wait a minute, a sheep will at least give you a fleece. We wouldn't have Weezer without sheep. (laughs) If you want to destroy my sweatshirt, leave it on the floor, leave it on the floor. This song is dumb. (laughs) Pigs never did anything for Weezer. 
I don't know. I don't know. Next time you eat bacon, just imagine a cloven, naked Philip Seymour Hoffman rolling around in his feces and shit while raisinets happily flow out of its turd pipe. Thank you for having me on uh, Joke Pork Chop. Yay! Joke Pork Chop with Timothy Pizza, cloven hooves and all. All right, we have two comedians left for tonight. Uh, one of them is uh, probably my favorite duck bag in San Francisco. He brought me a delicious looking cake pie, which we should all eat later. And uh, or yes, <laughs> we'll all eat it later. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Zach Wiseman. But I'm aching for this None of you rat fucks get any cake. That's Pam's cake. Don't touch her fucking cake, you piece of shit. Just want to make that clear to fucking all of you. Nobody gets any cake but Pam. Nobody. This guy, he gets it. This guy gets it. Uh, so I, uh, I get depressed a lot. Uh, and I don't know if it is just me or if everything is shit. It's hard to tell because, like, uh, I mean, people are just really good at not looking at stuff. You know what I mean? You find somebody who's happy, they fucking watch hours of reality television. It's just all fucking not real things. And they're really happy. And they're fucking fantastic. Me, not happy. And people tell me, uh, you know, if you ever, if you ever feel bad, you can come, you can come talk to me. Fucking why? <laughs> I have... I have undebatable depressing points. I have, I probably have like the most depressing good, good points I've ever fucking seen. Oh, close. <laughs> Try. Like, uh, okay. Uh, the most, the most miserable I ever am is when like uh, I convince myself that I deserve to be happy, because then I'm just like miserable and frustrated. You know what I mean? Like, like why am I not happy? I should be. Uh, it's fucking horrible. I mean, like, uh, it just, shit's miserable. I was, uh, I was painting on the stoop one time. I was on some acid, and everybody's inside partying, and I was painting on the stoop, uh, because I had good light and shit. And I'm out there painting, and I just feel bad. I feel I'm miserable, right? I'm out there painting, fucking fe- feel alone, fucking everything's shit. Uh, and I could have gone inside and, like, cheered myself up, hung out with people I knew, all that. But then I would have got nothing done. And then I realized I was making the right decision by sitting on the stoop, uh, painting and crying. I was just crying to myself. <laughs> so I just put on sunglasses. And I was, mi- I, I still, I can't talk myself out of that was the right decision. That's not a joke, that's just fucking miserable. That's how you, that's how you be successful, is just do things in the face of your own happiness. You know what I mean? Like, ah, fuck it, I don't need to feel good. Just keep doing miserable shit. I mean, like, uh, me and my dad are basically the same person, and my mom divorced him, so why am I fucking even trying that, you know what I mean? I changed my uh, Tinder profile today. It's all uh, my best pictures, uh, some of me on stage, uh, some of me on a TV with the fucking, you know, whatever. Uh, and then uh, my, my, uh, my info just says, uh, five foot eight, I only date women taller than me. <laughs> I've basically secured no Tinder dates ever. It's, it's fucking great. <laughs> hmm. 
It's like, uh, it's like my farts smell bad, but only to me. <laughs> and everybody else thinks they smell awesome. You know what I mean? I'll do like 10 suicide jokes in a row. And be like, that's so funny. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Well, I guess I'll just uh, keep eating these beans and live in this fucking smelly hell I've made for myself. And that's all I really want to do. Zach Wiseman lives in a smelly hell of his own making. Yay! That's funny. Everybody's leaving. I was gonna do. I was gonna do a quick set. Don't run away. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run around. I'm gonna run around. Pam Benjamin. No, don't sing. Don't waste. Don't waste the time by singing. I don't. I got. I got jokes to do. Uh, I was on the bus today, and uh, as always, it made me angry and depressed because now I've realized that children are entitled little fuckbags. Do you know? Do you know how terrible they are? When a four-year-old is sitting in his own fucking chair and his other, like, five-year-old brother is sitting in another chair of his own, you share chairs, you stupid fucks. When did children suddenly have all of these fucking rights? I remember when they used to have to be inside machines and work for us. I remember when you had babies because you had to make money so you could live in the world. And now they get all their own rights. They're all these special. Oh, what a wonderful little individual. How special and wonderful you are. You're a precious little gem. You're a star in the universe. Stop telling your children that they're special because then when they're 40 or two years old and they realize that they're just mediocre, they're fucking depressed as fuck. Stop it. Stop telling your children they're special. They're not individual little flowers. They're all going to be perfect in the universe and everything's going to be right for them, right? Isn't it nice to be pretty? You grew up, you're such a beautiful young lady and I'm sure it's got to be tough for you because you're so pretty. The people tell you you're pretty all the time. They just don't respect you for what might be inside because you're so terribly good looking. But we're tough in this world that if you're pretty and you just look pleasant all the time that everything's going to be okay because you're a special little star shine yeah you are no you're not you're going to be a mediocre dick bag like everybody else not everybody gets to be Lindsay Lohan not everybody gets to do coke for free their entire life that's just Greg Gettle and Lindsay Lohan alright none of the rest of us get that Fucking shit. We start shine. We're all special. Yeah. Yeah. Bangladeshi children. They aren't worth fucking all either, right? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I, uh, I want to, I, I, I don't hate, I hate children on the bus. Uh, I only hate the ones with iPhones only because I can't afford my own phone. <laughs> hey, Nanny Pammy, if you were a real person and you had a smartphone, would you get the Musical.ly app? No, because no one wants to see a 42-year-old lip-syncing to shitty songs. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're 10 and you show a nipple and everyone's like, whoa, yeah. Suddenly you have 50 followers. You know how hard it is to get 50 followers when you're 42, you 10-year-old fuck? Like... <laughs> I'm just gonna lip sync to a Beyonce song and I'm like, and I'm doing the sexy walk. Yeah, fucking sexy walk at 10 is cute. Sexy walk at 42 is sad. My life is really sad, you guys. I'm so angry. I don't want to be so angry, but I grew up in Danville. You know what I mean? And I was told that I was special. 
And now that I don't have money anymore, I'm not special anymore. Do you see how it works? When you have money, you're special. And when you can't afford to have lunch at Neiman Marcus, Todd would, I love consomme. You know, it's like there's nothing. It's just completely clear. It's like water, but it has flavor in it. And rich people drink it. <laughs> I'm like, where's my consomme, motherfuckers? I know how to make it, but I'll never get it. Uh, Brandon Stokes said today on the internet, oh, I can't wait for white slavery. And I said, honey, it's called Task Rabbit. We're already there. White slavery's happening right now. You can pay a white slave $75 an hour to put together your IKEA furniture, but it's really, they're only getting paid $35 an hour because Task Rabbit takes all their money because it's slavery. <laughs> you see? It's not, it's more like indentured servitude. I've read books. It's, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not that. I don't just throw out terms like, it's, you know what? You, TaskRabbit is disastrous. It's tremendously disastrous. Who am I? That's uh, Donald Trump. It's everything's disastrous. Tremendously disastrous. Oh, T-Rex. Let's talk about the most disastrous thing that's happened in the past, I don't know, 160 million years. We put the bones back together wrong, everybody. T-Rex, T-Rex, this it's a fallacy. You know what? Just because everyone believes it doesn't mean it's right. The T-Rex with his tiny little faggy arms and his huge big legs. Oh, oh, it makes no sense. Why would the T-Rex have no breastbone whatsoever? Just these little tiny little, these tiny little breastbones that all come together in nothing. We, if everything from underneath, like the, the, the triceratops and everything, huge spiky things. Why would the T-Rex have nothing in his breast? So I say, we put the T-Rex back together wrong. Hubris, the hubris of man. We're the big, cool people, and so obviously if it was the biggest, strongest one, it had two legs, just like us, because we are the strongest, most amazing things ever. Ha, 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 man. If you take the hip bone that makes no sense at all covering and you turn it around, it becomes a breastbone. And there's even, there's even a wishbone at the top of it. I looked really close at some of the bones. It looks like a wishbone. I've deboned over 150 birds. Why? Because it's turducken time. And every year at Thanksgiving, I debone at least three birds. And I see the breastbone. And I debone these birds. And I know what they look like. And the T-Rex... He was a bird. So you take that, you take that hippo, you flip it upside down, becomes a breastbone. Suddenly he's got these big beefy wings with like arms on the side. Ah, and he comes down. Ha ha. He takes about the brontosaurus's head, eats it from above. Ha ha. Brontosaurus didn't exist either. See, <laughs> we already know we put the bones back together wrong. We're all fucked up. T-Rex was a huge bird. And those tiny little faggy arms in front, nay. They were actually leg bones that came down because they barely needed to perch on top of limbs and shit like that because they had the huge wings. They never need to stand. Why do dragons exist? Because of the T-Rex. Nobody understands it. I feel like, I, sometimes I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I'm like, it seems so obvious to me. Yet for 160 million years, everyone believes that it's a blah, has huge beefy legs. It makes no sense. Like, and now there's even that stupid car commercial in Australia that's like, ooh, the Audi drives itself, and even the T-Rex is happy because he can't reach the car because the baggy T-Rex can't drive himself around. <laughs> he needs a self-driving car. Here's a question. Can a drunk baby drive a self-driving car? Can your drunk nine-year-old get into a car that's self-driving and go to the store? Is that illegal? 
I need to know. I need to know what happens with drunk driving and if I should get a car again. Do you need a license? Do you need a license to have a self-driving car? If the car drives itself, who the fuck needs a license? I got a car now. I'm going to get a Roomba to, like, fucking drive my car and do my... Right? The Roomba's going to go to TJ's. He's going to take my Trader Joe's, my my EBT card. They're going to go in and swipe. Everything's going to be okay, you guys. All right. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Uh, Yay! This is the Joke Workshop. We're going to... I'm going to try to fix this thing, and then we're going to probably go hang out at uh, Bender's because that's fun. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Have have a good night. Yay. Bye. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission High for awesome events and updates. (laughs) 